Welcome to episode two of the Payments Show podcast. My name is Satwant Fall, and today I will be speaking to Gil Hildebrand, who is the founder and CEO of Gilded. Gilded is a payment, invoicing, and accounting solution for companies that want to transact in cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin and Ethereum. Enjoy the episode. Hello, Joe. Welcome to the Payment Show podcast. Hey, thank you for having me. No problems at all. Really appreciate you coming on. I want to get straight into it. So I want to give you a bit of an intro to the listeners. Gil has founded and co-founded multiple technology-based companies. And one of his biggest achievements was creating a social media company called Squidoo with the world-famous business author Seth Godin, one of my favorite authors, by the way. At one point, Squidoo was one of the top 50 websites in the US, and it was successfully sold in 2012. His latest venture is called Gilded, and it's based on cryptocurrency, where he is currently the founder and CEO. I'd love to hand it over to you. Please introduce yourself. Tell us a bit more about Gilded and how it helps businesses with payments. Yes, I am Gil from Gilded. Uh, yes, of course, that's where the name comes from. I've been a developer, a software developer for 20 years now, and I spent half of that time at Squidoo. We built a system where we actually paid money back to people who contributed content on our software platform. I built all the billing and payment systems that we used to pay people. Now, this was starting 2005 to 2012, ending in 2014. At that time, especially in the beginning, there weren't a lot of great tools for us to pay people electronically, to pay people internationally. I realized that this was a major problem. You see, the internet democratized access to information, but the same thing isn't true yet for the transfer of value. And so now we have the ability to communicate from different areas, but it's still not frictionless for us to work together. And, you know, the world is becoming more global and more connected. I believe that wealth is not a zero sum game. If I help you make more money, I don't have to lose money in the process. And if we are able to better connect the world, then that is going to lead to some great things. And so I saw this was a problem. I didn't see a solution yet. We were using PayPal to pay people. It had its, its challenges. In 2017, I discovered crypto and I realized that, you know, this is the answer to that problem. I knew I had to get involved. We started hacking away on different ideas and eventually we settled on Gilded or the first version of Gilded, which was a way for people to invoice using cryptocurrency. We put it out there. We started getting feedback. We realized there's a much more fundamental problem, which is if you're using this new asset class, how do you account for it? It's actually really difficult to do that today. People are using spreadsheets. It takes a lot of time. It's error prone. So, you know, Gilded shifted in the direction of creating accounting tools for businesses that use crypto assets. Now we We've got that, it's launched, it's live, people are using it. And we're shifting back to payments and saying, with all the available tools that are out there, what can we accomplish? I, I think that the market is definitely ripe for some disruption and there's tons of cool new technology out there that we can utilize. That's my role now as the CEO of Gilded, sort of on the front lines of that. Okay. So I want to expand a little bit more on one of the points you made there in terms of you're seeing more adoption. And it links into why accept cryptocurrency? Is it really necessary? You're saying that you're seeing adoption. Where are you seeing that adoption? And is there perhaps any trends you're seeing as to, as to why businesses are using it if currencies are good enough for most things? 
So let's be honest, in the United States where I live, we don't really have a problem with payments within our country. In the EU, it's, it's much more streamlined as well. But when you're paying internationally, it is still a challenge. Even when you're paying domestically, like here in the United States, if I received a payment from a credit card, there's like a, a fee that adds up over time and it doesn't have to be that way forever. This is just the inevitable march of the technology. There is a new opportunity there. And it's not a, a local, it's not a, a, re, a regional or a national opportunity. It's an international opportunity. We are uh, a more global world every single day. And this is about looking at the future and saying, hey, our national base currencies aren't enough. The, the way that banks transfer money, it's not enough. The fact that so many people don't have access to bank accounts, it's not enough. We can fix this problem and that's part of the answer. Now to directly answer your question, why should a business accept cryptocurrency today? Well, for the most part, it's really difficult. So that's part of the problem that Gilded is trying to solve, obviously. There are challenges like accounting. There's challenges like the volatility of Bitcoin and Ethereum. There's regulatory challenges, liquidity challenges. But there are actually solutions that are on the horizon. I think very soon you're going to start seeing solutions where crypto is under the hood, but actually a business doesn't really have to make a choice of, should I accept this new form of money, even though it's more difficult? It'll be just as good as cash. And I, I think that day is coming very, very soon. Okay. I want to touch a little bit more on where you are seeing adoption. Where have you seen success so far? When you look at the global cryptocurrency payment industry, the, the best measurements you can get are by looking at crypto payment processors. By that, I mean companies like BitPay, Coin Payments. Yeah, there's a handful of, of them out there. Some of them have actually reported what their transaction volumes are. And also Chainalysis, the blockchain analytics firm, has published their own research on it. For instance, they found quite a significant amount of cryptocurrency payment volume using the Tether stablecoin. I think that's really interesting. A Tether is uh, very popular in Asia. It's not as popular in, in the Western hemisphere, but certainly we have our own stable coins that are on the horizon. We have the DAI stable coin, we have USDC. Uh, some of these are more traditional asset backed and, and some are not. But I think we're going to, to, to start seeing more adoption within the, the US and Europe as well of using stable coins as a, a solution. So we're definitely seeing some trends towards that. We're seeing trends towards companies that are in the professional services space, whether they be accounting firms, law firms are accepting cryptocurrency and a lot of companies in the blockchain industry, especially on the media side are accepting cryptocurrency as well. Software development firms are doing it as well. It makes sense when you're an international business. I think that's where we're seeing the most usage today. Yeah. For those that are just getting their head around crypto and the fact that there's so many tokens, could you explain very simply what stable coins are and how they can benefit businesses? Yeah. First of all, let's be very clear. Businesses, unless they're investment firms, 
they are not in the business of speculating on different coins. So you don't want to deal with volatility. You don't want this coin that you accept you know, to be lower in value when you wake up tomorrow, because as a business, you have rent to pay, you have employees to pay, you can't deal with that. The other thing is that there are specific coins, there are only a handful of them that really bring business value as a currency. So Bitcoin is king, Ethereum is used increasingly as a currency, but really the stable coins, I think is where it makes the most sense for businesses to focus right now. There's a handful of them, USDC, DAI, Paxos, Gemini coin as well. I, I think for businesses, that's really where, where you want to focus because it removes volatility. How do they remove volatility? Because they're linked to some kind of national currency or basket of currencies? With the stable coin, there are different ways that they can maintain their peg to the US dollar or the currency that it's pegged to. Most of them are pegged basically by taking $1 of deposits from a customer, putting it in a bank and minting $1 of one of these tokens. Those firms that do this like USDC, they're audited on a regular basis to verify that the amount of tokens in existence is the same amount that they have in bank accounts. There's also more complex ways of maintaining the peg to the US dollar. I think that's a little bit too technical for most folks to, to understand at this point. But if yeah. you're looking for the lowest risk option, you can look for the stable coins that are, are backed by dollars or another traditional currency. Excellent. Thank you. Are you finding that businesses are, are using more of your invoicing solution because it improves cash flow, the instant payment side, or are there any other variables which could be really useful uh, that maybe I'm missing here? So the businesses that are most benefiting from Gilded's invoicing system today are ones that work internationally. So if they have clients in other countries, in, in a lot of ways, cryptocurrency is way more advantageous to using wire transfers. You don't have to go to the bank to set it up. You have visibility throughout the payment process. It can take you minutes to settle the payment and receive it in your account versus the days to weeks that it can take with wire transfers. If yeah. you've never sent a wire transfer before, it's very scary because once you send it from your bank, there's no visibility into what happens to it. And the person on the other end also has no visibility. It can go through several different parties before making it to your recipient's bank. It's, it's not ideal. So that's where people get the most value today. In the near future, I think you'll start to see businesses shifting to cryptocurrency because it actually gives you some additional advantages, such as being able to generate higher interest rates on your savings than you could with a traditional bank. That was something that I wanted to ask you about, about the, the DeFi movement. Is that something you're seeing some real take up on? And would you care to explain to the listeners what that is? Sure. One of the breakthroughs that, that cryptocurrency and the underlying blockchain technology gave us is the ability to essentially be your own bank. What I mean by that is the money that you hold is actually yours in the same way that cash that's in your wallet is yours. It's not stored with another company or another person. On the back of this breakthrough technology, people have figured out how to create additional monetary instruments and additional mo monetary operations that essentially allow you to mirror a lot of the same things that you could do with banks 
but without the banks. Now, again, in countries like the United States, where I'm based, you may not see the value of that. But if you're in a third world country, if you're in a country where the currency is con continuously devalued, you might see a lot of value in that. Giving those people access to things like interest bearing accounts, to things like receiving loans, those are ultimately going to bring the next billion people into our global commercial society. This, this umbrella term is called decentralized finance, or now it's being called open finance, but it's going to be quite a revolution. And we're just now starting to see what might be possible within the future. That moves into the unbanked. There's billions of people still that don't have credit cards and, and debit cards. So I wanted you to perhaps add a bit more to that side of the conversation. I personally see another huge market, even in developed countries, around microtransactions. I'm sure you've seen in China things like WeChat, buying stickers and tiny purchases. Maybe we look at other things like the Brave web browser team developed the cryptocurrency so that you could pay for articles that you're reading in you know, fractions of a cent using cryptocurrency. I know they're opposite ends of the spectrum, the unbanked versus microtransactions for richer countries. So is there perhaps any views or comments you'd like to make on either of those? About my microtransactions, I have my doubts because I, I don't think that people always want to feel like they're paying. It's okay. not a pleasant process. So I have my doubts about microtransactions, but I think we'll definitely continue to see experimentation around there. And I would love to be proven wrong. I want to bring something to this discussion, which doesn't get talked about that often. And that's accounting. Believe it or not, blockchain, the underlying technology of cryptocurrency, has unlocked what is the greatest innovation in accounting in the last few hundred years. See, accounting today is based on what we call double entry bookkeeping. And essentially what that is, is a, a way to sanity check the numbers that you calculate to make sure that they're accurate and that you're not missing anything. Well, yeah. That is only done within the context of your organization. So you can do that for the money that goes in uh, and comes out of your bank account. But there's no sanity check with the other organizations that are your counterparties that you work with. And so basically, there's this whole industry around auditing, which is where an accountant will come in and verify that all of the transactions and activity of a company is legitimate and is what it's supposed to be. So Fortune 500 companies, companies with a lot of investors, they're having these audits on an annual basis. Now, with blockchain, the interesting thing is that we can start to keep a record of each transaction that happens, along with why that transaction occurred, who the counterparties were, and the status of that payment. By putting invoice data on a blockchain, it enables what we call triple entry accounting. This concept is going to revolutionize not just accounting, but all the related industries where risk is a major factor. So if you can verify that a company's financials are accurate and that there's no fraud or activity that isn't supposed to be there, if you can do that in an automated way, then you lower risk profiles, which makes it easier for businesses to obtain insurance, obtain credit. And this is going to be a major innovation that 
changes many different industries over the next 20 to 30 years. Interesting. I never thought of the accounting angle as much. I saw that you had your big announcement with QuickBooks, and I believe you're potentially looking at zero as well. Do you want to expand on that as you've been talking about the accounting side? Sure. Gilded is currently integrated with QuickBooks. We automatically create the correct journal entries for each crypto transaction that's tracked through our platform so that a company can have all their financial information in one place. We've learned that businesses don't want to manage two separate systems. Who likes to manage one accounting system? You know, so much less the second one. What we do is we put all that information in your existing accounting system and make it easier to track. We did that with QuickBooks first because they've got the most popular accounting software platform in the world. We started there, but that being said, a lot of companies are using Zero, especially outside of the United States. And yeah. so that's definitely a target on our list for implementation. Ultimately, our goal is to be integrated with every accounting system so that we can bring the, the power of cryptocurrency to them and remove the, the barriers for businesses to be able to take advantage of this new technology. Yeah. Awesome. And almost towards the end of the list was more around existing financial and payment institutions. I've read many things in the past few months, like FedNow, Federal Reserve is trying to work on some instant payment technology. And then we've got Visa and MasterCard working on their own cross-border payment systems. And I'm sure there's many that I've missed and don't have time to mention now. Do you have any thoughts or what you've seen around what the existing old world institutions and companies are doing, both positive and negative? It is very hard for a big company to innovate from within. I'm not saying that it's not possible, yeah. but when you have an entirely new paradigm, this paradigm where there aren't intermediaries like banks who are in the picture, then how can someone who is part of that old system possibly create the ultimate solution as part of the future? This is an area where I think that the nimble startups that are out there today are going to become the next big players of the next century. I'm not stupid. I've met many people from the large international banks. I've met many people from related industries that make it very clear that banks, credit card processors, accounting software vendors, they're all working on this technology. But the reality is that it's just an R&D project for them. They have very entrenched business interests today. They don't really want to touch or mess with the gravy churn. And yeah. so I think there's plenty of room for startups to push them forward. Some of them will be acquired by those very companies you mentioned, and then some of them will go on and replace them. That's what the future has in store for us. Yeah, it's going to be pretty exciting. So on that note, I really wanted to open it up to you and did you want to mention anything that perhaps I've missed that's very important uh, or anything else that you wanted to talk about and share with listeners? I want to, to talk briefly about why a business would want to accept and use crypto payments. We talked about that a little bit before, but I know it's a big focus of yours. And I just wanted to, to add a couple more points there. If you are a business who's not just dealing locally like a coffee shop, but if you're a professional service business where you might have international clients or you're a tech forward business who 
might know, know some other companies who are getting into cryptocurrency, it can bring you several benefits. First of all, it gives you an opportunity to market that you're a forward-thinking company. You can announce that you're accepting cryptocurrency. It gives you more exposure. You can actually see the benefits of reduced fees. Another thing is that although the tools aren't quite there today, in the very near future, you're going to have more of your bookkeeping and auditing process automated so that you really don't have to spend as much time in your QuickBooks account and dealing with your accountant. More and more of that stuff is going to be automated. We're moving to this future where everyone around the world is connected. It's good to understand how technology is going to impact who your customers are, who your audience is in the future. I would encourage business to start thinking about it depending what industry you're in. If you want to learn more information, of course, check out your ebook and, yeah. uh, and just get involved. Yeah, absolutely. Talking of the future, I don't know whether you wanted to mention any sort of snippets or tease the listeners of anything that's coming next year. And if not, I would love to know if you and the team are going to be at any conferences that, that people can visit you at your booth or whatever and how people can get in touch with you. Sure. So I'll leave with this snippet which is what if there were actual benefits to receiving cryptocurrency payments to where if you accepted credit cards in crypto side by side, you might actually prefer the crypto payments. I think that companies will start to answer that question over the next year or so. And the, the user experience will be streamlined to a point where the benefits are very clear. So look out for that. Uh, as far as conferences that we have coming up, we are at Elevate's conference in, in Las Vegas here in, in December. Early next year, we may be at the Crypto Compare Summit in London. And I imagine that we'll be in New York for a consensus early next year. You can find us on Twitter at Gilded Finance. Start a conversation. Let's, let's chat. Definitely. And on the highlighted version of this on LinkedIn, I'm sure you'll be happy to answer questions in the comments. For anyone listening, the, the full podcast will be posted in a couple of locations and I'll include the links on the LinkedIn post as well. Okay, Gil, thanks. I really appreciate your time today. I'm sure a lot of people got a lot of value out of this and uh, would love to have you back at some point in the future for a catch-up. Of course. Thanks for the invite. Really appreciated it. No worries. Thanks. Have a good rest of your day. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it and subscribe to the Payments Show podcast to hear the latest episodes when they are released. If you would like to accept payments faster in your company, please head over to digitalmoneylab.com where you can find more information. Thanks for listening and see you in the next episode.